This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back along to the Bet Rivers Network for our UEFA Champions League show. And I'm delighted to say that on this edition, uh, to provide us with some of their best picks, are the brilliant first up, Steve Wiss. Welcome, mate. How are you? Good weekend? Uh, yeah, all right. Thank you, Harry. I hope you're doing well. Great to be back on the Champions League show again. And uh, alongside James Easton, it could be a, a French Liga show, couldn't it, almost? <laughs> That's it. We bought the two, uh, the two big hitters. James, how are yeah, you? Yeah, hi, Harry. Yeah, very well, thank you. Obviously, as the League One hitters, we're disappointed that there's no League One interest in these two competitions. It's something that Steve and I have talked about on the League One show. Um, but yeah, we've looked at, obviously, all the other games going on this week in the Champions League and the Europa League. So hopefully we can come up with some winning picks for everybody. Brilliant. Let's uh, let's dive into them then. Let's start with Tuesday's games. Uh, let's start with the clash between Chelsea uh, and Real Madrid. Uh, that is obviously uh, a big game for Chelsea more than Real Madrid because Chelsea are just having an abysmal season and the Champions League feels like the only opportunity really for them to try and save face a little bit. I say it's more important for them. Maybe it's not. Real Madrid, uh, also kings of the competition, have a, a wonderful record in it. But Real Madrid go into this with a two-goal lead, uh, having established that at the Bernabeu last week. Uh, James, you've got a selection in this game. So I'll come to you first and then we'll get Steve's thoughts uh, as well on this one. Yes. So I'm back in Real Madrid here, Harry, uh, with a zero goal start on the Asian handicap, which is available at minus 129. So basically with this pick, zero goal Asian handicap, it means that if the game ends in a draw, then you get your stakes back. And if Real Madrid go on to win the match, then you're going to make a profit. So the only way you can lose with this pick is if Real Madrid lose on the night. Now, there's always a risk to backing a side uh, to win the game, or in this case, to, to not lose the game, when they don't need to. And obviously, Real Madrid, they've got that two-goal cushion. So they can lose this game by a single goal, and uh, and they'd still go through. So, yeah, it's an interesting situation that you find yourself in for a second leg when you've got such a comfortable lead. But my thoughts on the game, Harry, were that it was it was so easy, really, for Real Madrid last week to get the 2-0 win. Um, we know what a proud European side they are. There's no way I can see them going here and thinking, well, yeah, you know, if we lose by a single goal, we're through. That's just not the approach they're going to take. Um, yeah, I thought the difference in quality was pretty big last week. And as we know, Chelsea have got a stack of problems on and off the pitch. And, yeah, not only the way they played last weekend uh, last week sorry but also 
they've lost at the weekend, uh, being beaten in the Premier League. Again, not played particularly well. It's very hard to see how Chelsea can win this match. And if they don't win this match, then you're not going to lose your pick. So I was fairly confident here that Real Madrid can go to Stamford Bridge and get get a result. And um, and I yeah, I think also the way the, the, the tie is set up with Chelsea needing to go forward, they need goals. They've got to try and get through this tie. And if, if they're going to do that, they're going to have to take risks at some point because they're two goals behind. I can only see that actually playing into Real Madrid's hands even more because they should, they will get chances on the break, you would think, if they if they decide to sit back, which they can afford to do early on. So every which way I looked at this game, both in terms of how it might play out, in terms of the form of the two sides, um, and in terms of the state of the tie, I thought, you know, what are the chances of Real Madrid losing on the night? And I think they're, they're fairly slim. So I was happy here to back Real Madrid. Um, yeah, the pick is is on the Asian handicap. So you've got that safety net of getting your stakes back if the game ends in a draw. So yeah, the zero goal Asian handicap at minus 129. I was I was very happy to take here. Nice one. Steve, what, what are your thoughts on this game? I know you haven't got an official play in this one, but um, do you agree with the, the sort of angle from which James has, uh, has approached this one? I, I do have to agree with it. And I actually um, retweeted something just this morning. Frank Lampard's last 17 games as a manager have uh, been one win, two draws and, and uh, 14 defeats, which is quite astonishing. Obviously, quite a lot of that was at Everton. But um, you know, based on that, James said, what are the chances of Chelsea winning? Well, 6% based on that. Um in terms of betting, I was looking potentially at a card angle here. I think Chelsea might completely lose their heads. Um, so over two and a half Chelsea cards did catch my eye at plus 128. The referee, though, is a bit of a random one, Daniele Orsato, who is Italian ref. And he actually averages quite low for cards overall. He can be. He's just not a referee I've ever really got on very well with in terms of my betting angles. Um, so... I'll leave this alone. There's also a chance Chelsea just might not even care. I mean, what is going on at that club? Um, they're a bit of a, a complete mess. So, yeah, for them to win on the night really would surprise me, I must say. Um, but if I was looking at a card angle, then look at the lineups, look who's on the field. But whenever Conor Gallagher's on the field, he cannot control himself. He's one of the worst tacklers of a ball. And he may well just completely lose his rag at the end and, and get booked for plus 180. But uh, no official play from me on this one, Harry. Nice one. Uh, also, on that same night, it's the uh, all-Italian clash between uh, Napoli and AC Milan. Um, I'll start with you on this one, Steve. Um, Napoli flying in the league, but they found Milan to be a bit of a bogey team of late. Obviously, they were beaten at home by Milan in the league recently, and then uh, they struggled Napoli, um, albeit with some key players missing at San Siro last weekend. How do you see this one going? Have Napoli got enough at the Diego Maradona Stadium to turn this around? Well, first thing I'm going to say is I think credit to the books here. I think they've priced this matchup really well, actually. Um, In so many different markets, I've looked at loads of different angles. And fundamentally, that there's perhaps not enough value. This is another match I really liked the cards in. The card line is unbelievably as high as 55 which is huge, really. Um, it's the sort of line you'd see in like an old firm game in Scotland. Uh, the referee is Simon uh, Machiniak. And if that name uh, rings a bell, it's because he refereed the World Cup final. 
He, um, I think he actually cashed a winner for Jack Wright on this Champions League show in the last 16. But he, um, he will now. This guy will dish cards. Um, he's a obviously a very good referee, and that is where my bet for this game is. And you know, it's getting to the stage of the season where I'm going to take a few swings, actually, Harry, on on these shows, and I'm going to be placing a full unit on a player to be carded, and that player is Radek Krunic, Milan midfielder. You can get him at plus two eighty to be carded. A full unit on this one. Anyone who watched the first leg will have no idea how he didn't go in the book. Like, <laughs> genuinely, not a clue. The referee totally bottled it. Um, it was a shocking performance, actually. It was a Romanian referee. What he tried to do, he tried to let everything go in the first half hour, and then it all exploded. It was totally the wrong wrong way to referee the game. I don't think this Polish ref will do that. I think if if it's a legit yellow card, he will, you will go in the book in this game. And Krunic... The thing with Krunic is he's, he never actually started the season as a regular for Milan. He's kind of got his way into the team because of injuries and things. Um, I suppose there's a chance he might not even start. But if he doesn't, then this bet will be void. But um, just some stats to back this up. He's played six, 1,647 minutes in all competitions. And he's picked up eight cards this season. So that's one card every two games, roughly. Um, he has quite a high foul rate as well. And... I just think he, this is the sort of big game where he he might not be good enough. He might not have the class, but he does have the mentality to um, give away that important foul if he needs to, stop a counter-attack or something. Not a clue, like I said, how he got away with it in, in that first leg. Um, but at plus 280, I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw this price. I think he the referee will book him. The other player I was considering is Theo Hernandez left-back for uh, AC Milan. Um, but he has a, a way of evading bookings. I don't know how he manages it. He talks. He must talk a very good game on the field, I must say. But I think he'll go in the book here as well. In terms of match result, I mean, it all depends on Victor Osserman for me. What sort of fitness level is he at? If he is fully fit, I think he's the difference maker and I think Napoli will win. But we don't know. We, there's a lot of question marks over him. He, We, we know without him they struggled a lot. Of Napoli, so he's the complete X factor. One thing I say from the first leg, I think Napoli lacked that bit of big game experience, maybe sort of big club experience in in these competitions. They lost their heads. They, they you know they've got um, the defender Kim Ming Jae suspended here. That's a big big loss for them, and they need to learn quickly from that defeat. Otherwise, AC Milan will, will make it through. But it, for me, it's all on Osman. He may well be the best striker in the world this point in time apart from Haaland so yeah it's all um in terms of match result wouldn't surprise me if it went to extra time I'll, I'll, I'll say that yeah it certainly feels like it's going to be a tight one um James you've got a pick on this one as well uh talk to us a little bit about it yes I've got a pick on this Harry before I go there Steve would be far too modest to say this um he's been on fire this season in league one in terms of cards bookings and referee analysis, we we talk about this almost every week on the on the French League One show because he, he's he's just on fire in terms of analysing that. So I I didn't know that pick until this morning. I'll be following that pick because he's so good on the referees. I've yes, yeah, so I've got a pick on this game as well. A slightly different pick. So I'm back in um, Milan here, um, plus 0.75 starts. 
on the Asian handicap, which is available at minus 113. Um, the plus 0.75 starts was a bit tricky with the handicap, but basically with this pick, you'll lose half your stakes if Milan lose the game by a single goal, but you'll make a profit if the game ends in a draw on the night or if Milan win on the night. Yeah, like Steve, I, I looked long and hard at this game. It is quite hard to find value here. And a lot of it does hang on Osimhen and how fit he is for Napoli because he's obviously a game changer for them. Um, if he's fully fit, uh, we know he came on for Napoli in the league at the weekend. I think he got half an hour at the end of that match. We don't really know the extent to which they're rushing him back because this game's important or whether he is fully fit. So there's a few uncertainties around him and and the bearing he has on the game is obviously really, really big. So slightly nervous about back in Milan here with somebody like that in the shadows for Napoli who might actually, you know, he he can obviously win a game like this on his own. But my thinking on on Milan was, yeah, there's obviously a big difference in terms of the the Serie A standings between these two sides. Napoli have got a 22-point lead. Over Milan, they've obviously been more consistent in the league than Milan over the season. But I do think that psychological edge that Milan bring into this game is going to make Napoli nervous. You, you mentioned, Harry, the big win that Milan had in the league over Napoli not that long ago. They've obviously gone and won the first leg, 1-0. I do think that's a big factor here. I think that for for Napoli, they, they must be going into this game. They're under pressure. They're 1-0 down from the first leg. Part of them will be thinking, how do we beat this Milan side? Because it's something they don't know how to do. And for all that Milan are the weaker side, if you look at league form, there's some big players in that team. There's some big players with big experience. Uh, Steve's mentioned Theo Hernandez, you know, who's just got to a World Cup final, uh, scored in a World Cup semi-final. Obviously, we've got players like Olivier Giroud in that side. So Milan in a way, are possibly built for this competition a little bit more than I think Napoli are. Um, and one of one other player I wanted to mention who is Milan's not-so-secret weapon is Mike Menon in goal, who was you know fantastic last week uh, to help Milan keep a clean sheet. They actually had a better expected goals on the night than Milan did Napoli. The fact they didn't score was largely down to Menon, who was excellent. So I think when you've got a goalkeeper in such great form like him, it does give you a chance. And I think if Osimhen is is less than 100%, uh, we'll swing the balance slightly into Milan's favour here. So, yeah, it's not my strongest pick of the day. Um, Steve said, I think this game is quite difficult to find value on when you look through the prices, but I'm just about willing to take Milan here uh, with a slight safety net. The, the, the plus 0.75 Asian handicap means you're only going to lose half your stakes if they lose by a single goal on the night. So I was willing to take that. I think Milan have got a very a very competitive chance here of getting not just through, but also something on the night. So that was my thinking behind the pick, and that's available at minus 113. Brilliant stuff. I, and I agree. I think the, the Aussie men factor is huge here. You, you just wonder if Napoli have been holding him back a little bit in order to get him ready for this one. Um, or, or if he is, as you guys have suggested as well, going to be coming into this even maybe 70, 75% fit and, and Napoli feel like that's the kind of only way to go. We'll see. I guess uh, we'll get a good look uh, when that one comes up. But some really uh, interesting selections from you both. Um, let's take it on then to Wednesday's action. Uh, Bayern Munich take on Manchester City. Manchester City completely in control of this tie. And I didn't think that would be the case. Uh, going into the second leg, Steve. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
how are you seeing this one? How do you feel this one's going to go? Well, I've got a pick for the game, Harry, and I'm going with over three goals on the Asian goal line um, at minus 107. And um, I really, Bayern Munich are going to have to come go swinging here to have any chance. I actually think everyone is completely writing them off. Um, and I, guess I get why they're 3-0 down, but they're a prideful team. They're a quality team. They're not just going to go down without some sort of a fight here. And that first leg, everyone's forgetting this and no one ever talks about him. But I think Edison was massive for Man City at 1-0. He made two, I think he might have even been three really good saves to keep them ahead. And then obviously then Man City went on to extend their advantage. But um, if one of those goals goes in, this time may well be a completely different game now. So it's not like Bayern didn't create chances in the Etihad Stadium. They um, they certainly gave it enough go. In fact, at times, it was as much pressure as I've seen City under this year in a home game. Um, I, I've always said, if you really have a good go at this City defence, you can get at them. That's what, that's what Arsenal are going to have to do, Harry, in a couple of weeks' time when they go up there. Actually, make, give them something to think about. And... Um, but, it, you know, I'd say Edison, for me, should be the Brazil number one now. Um, he's a very good keeper, so he bailed him out. But it doesn't mean he's going to do that here. Bayern Munich are actually plus 170 underdogs to win this this match. I think they could win the second leg, uh, but City go through. There's more than enough offensive firepower um, in this uh, German outfit to to cause problems. And I, I, I could see Bayern certainly scoring one or two goals. City should get on the score sheet as well. Naturally, you've got to take more risks, haven't you, when uh, you're chasing the game. So in the second half, I think gaps will open up. And we know City have got tons of players who can exploit that. It's likely to be a both teams to score yes game. But you're not going to get Rich back in that at minus 190. So this Asian goal line, which should have gone, it should have gone over three in the first leg, really. But it, it, would, it did push. Um, I, I think at very worst, there's three goals, which... I will take that, um, a refund on, on the night. But this could go something a little bit wild, to be honest. There's no away goals don't count now in the Champions League, which actually helps this bet because it's one of those back in the day, if if Man City scored early, it's tie over, isn't it? Bayern would have to score five. But because there's no away goals, it does give them a bit more of a chance. And I think they'll keep going their whole season. You know, they're in this Bundesliga title race, but um, they, they want to be winning Champions League and um, like I say I know there's a lot of negativity around the return of you know Thomas Tuchel's come in and they're already out the German Cup but um, they will give it absolutely everything against um, City here and, and there's the quality so I don't see how this isn't an open game with, with loads of goals Harry simple as that if I had to give a full-time prediction I, I would be looking at something maybe along the lines of two all um, or even you know Bayern winning it by a goal so um, happy to back the goals in this one. James, uh, what are you going for on this one? Yes, exactly the same pick here, Harry. We didn't confer, did we, Steve, before we did this pick? We, we, we've we both done our own picks and come to our own conclusions. But yeah, I've gone with exactly the same pick here. Bayern versus City, over three goals at, at minus 107. And my thinking is very similar to Steve. It's very hard to see how we can have anything here other than an open game. And I think if you're Thomas Tuchel and you're 3-0 down from the first leg... You're playing at home in front of a sellout crowd in Munich. You're going to go for it and you're going to hope you can wobble City early in this game. Um, obviously, the longer it goes at nil-nil, which would suit City, the more confident City will become and the more Bayern's confidence will be affected. 
negatively. So I fully expect Bayern to go for this and, and try and put City under pressure from the start, see if they can get a goal in the first 20 minutes. And, you know, if they do that, if City, if Bayern go ahead in this game in the first 20 or 25 minutes, this will be a very different tie. Um, I think some of the reaction to the first leg has been interesting because it was a, it was obviously a very good City performance and they're in a commanding position, but it's almost as though we've we've forgotten just how often City have had problems in Europe. Yeah, you know, we've seen them in in strong positions from first legs before and not go through. And yeah, I don't know because it was Bayern they've beaten this time, and because it's three nil, some of that's been sort of put to one side. But Bayern will try and play on that. They know City have had problems from winning positions in ties in Europe before. So I think Bayern, yeah, will really, really go for it. And was it a 3-0 first leg performance from City? Probably not. Probably not. If you watch it, obviously there's individual mistakes from Bayern at the back, which you can say, well, that's partly down to the pressing that City applied. But I think, you know, Tuchel has spent the last week telling these players, we know we're better than we than we look if you just look at the scoreline. So I can see them really going for it. As Steve says, once that happens, that's going to give City chances on the break at the other end. Um, you can't really see anything other than an open match here. And with this selection, three over three goals, if there are exactly three goals, you get your stakes back. So you can only lose with this pick if the game has no goals, one goal or two goals, which you've got to say is quite an unlikely outcome given uh, given the state of the tie and given the attacking quality of the two teams. So, yeah, like Steve, I was very happy to back this, very happy to go with the game having three or more goals. And um, that's the pick at minus 107. Just very quickly as well. Yeah, it's an interesting thing when you look at the match market here because you can actually back, by, as Steve has said, Bayern Munich are underdogs to win on the night. Now, whether that's fair, I'm not sure because I think yeah, if you if you put last week's first leg to one side, Bayern Munich at home should they be underdogs? Not sure. You can actually back them on the Asian handicap with a zero goal start at odds against. I think they're plus 102. And with that pick, if the game ended in a draw, then you get your stakes back. And if Bayern won, um, then then you'd you'd get you'd get a profit on the night. So I think the chance to back Bayern Munich at home. Uh, odds against on the Asian handicap with a zero goal start is is pretty rare. So I'm sort of leaning in, in all sorts of ways towards buying here, not because I think they'll go through. I think City are, are going to go through, but I do think there's been a bit of an overreaction to what happened scoreline wise in that first leg. If you look a bit deeper, it might be might be a bit closer in terms of quality between these two teams than we think. So yeah, but my picks on the goal, same as Steve going on the plus three goals at minus a hundred and seven. Sounds good. Sounds good. Right. Let's um, summarize those uh, picks. Actually, before we summarize the picks, I know there's no picks on this game, but let's quickly talk uh, into Benfica. Um, Steve, this one, I mean, I didn't expect Inter to go away from home against the Benfica side that have been great in this tournament up until now and win in the way that they did. Um, Is there anything that you've sort of been tempted by going into this one I mean I know there's no official play from either of you on this match but I think we just need to touch on it I was very tempted Harry um it was one of the biggest mysteries last week into Milan going to uh, Benfica and winning 2-0 and deservedly winning 2-0 as well they played really well I, I was trying to scratch my head because I actually backed Benfica on the show last week on a, a handicap and I can't believe what happened the only thing 
that really I can explain is perhaps Benfica lacks the, the really big game mentality. Um, Inter Milan were just miles up for it, but they're not playing well. Inter Milan, really, in any domestically, they're all over the place. Um, they don't actually have to win this game. They can go through with a draw. So I was very tempted with Benfica on a plus 0.25 Asian line here, or even Benfica money line, because they've almost got nothing to lose now. The pressure's off them. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't really explain why why Inter was so good last week, or maybe it was Benfica being so bad. I, I, if I had to give you a, 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 a scoreline here, I would say Benfica win by one goal and Inter Milan go through. But I'm not going to um, go with Benfica because they've actually backed it with a terrible performance in the league as well. So they might just be starting to implode a bit at the, at the worst possible time. But, um, yeah, I don't trust Inter either. James, any any thoughts on this one? Yeah, we've both left this alone, Harry. Um, I found this. I actually found this the hardest game to read before the first legs as well last week. It wasn't on the show, but looking at the, the footages. Um, I, I had a look at a few markets here, wondering if there was anything. But like Steve, I, I find this a tricky one because, see, Inter have got that 2-0 lead. Didn't particularly go to form. Um, even on the night, if you look at the game, actually the expected goals was was very high on the night. I think it was something like 3.4 expected goals on the night. Could have been a different scoreline. And um, yeah, I think the lack of, I think, experience that we've had of seeing these two sides do well in this competition and go deep into the competition to the last four is another factor. You don't have the sort of recent experience of, of a team like, Man City or Real Madrid to fall back on either when you're doing your picks. So nothing nothing really stood out for me here. I think, you know, Inter obviously in a very strong position here. They can go through. It's interesting their odds against to win on the night. I think they're plus 114. If you, if you like what you saw from them last week, then you, you might fancy that. But that's not something I would back because obviously they're in such a comfortable position. They don't need to win on the night being 2-0 up. The more I looked at them, I thought, you know, we've Three of the four have, have pulled me in here. This is the game where I'm not quite sure. I think it's one to take a watching brief on before the semi-finals because we, yeah, we're going to have some interesting semi-final matchups this year. Whoever goes through, one of these two teams is going to be there. So I think really it's a game to watch for the next round and just see what we can we can learn about whoever it is that that, that triumphs on the night. So that was that was my views. No pick on this game. I'm going to take a watching brief. Sounds good. Sounds good. Right. Let's summarise uh, the picks from you both. Then if we start off with uh, Real Madrid against Chelsea, uh, James has gone for Real Madrid on the zero goals Asian handicap. And that's at minus 129. Uh, no pick from Steve on that one. If we go on to the clash between uh, Napoli and Milan, uh, Steve has gone with uh, Rade Krunic to be carded at plus 280. And James has gone with Milan on the uh, plus 0.75 uh, Asian handicap. And that is at minus 113. Bayern Munich take on Manchester City. You'd think that Manchester City are in real control of this one. Steve's gone for over three goals in the game at minus 107. Uh, James has gone for the same pick as well. And then um, when it comes to uh, Inter and Benfica, uh, everybody's left it alone, uh, which I think is probably the safest way to go on that one as well. Um, guys, thank you so much. As always, don't forget to make sure that you are subscribed uh, to the Bet Rivers Network. Make sure you're following us at Because We Win, and we will see you all soon uh, with some Europa League selections. So uh, stay tuned. Until then, goodbye. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.